like we always do about this time. James Russell, you hustling son of a... It's me, your daddy, Roberto. Me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. Now look at me now. How far we go back? Elementary. Jump rope. High and go see. Pity pad. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. We just talk about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. And about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. But we talking about practice right now. We talking about practice. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. That's right. You heard it here. Straight Bet Sports, Gorilla Cross Radio. I am your host, Jose V. Rob G in the building as well. In a different building, to say the least, he is at home. I am at home tonight as well. We are coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada, as we do every single Wednesday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. We're a little bit past our time here, but we're just sending everything up through Skype. Big shout out to Quan back at the studio for doing what he does, getting us going tonight, even though we're not there. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you for joining us on this amazing, hopefully brand new 2021 new year. A lot of crazy stuff happening right now in the United States, especially with what happened at the Capitol today. Hopefully you guys know how to spell Capitol. Thank you, Quam, for letting people know that some people don't know how to spell that on Facebook. We greatly appreciate you for that. But crazy times out there, man. Hopefully you guys are staying home, staying safe, staying healthy. Rob, what's going on, my man? You're too quiet. We got to get you out of that shell this year. This year, Stop. we're going to talk more, bro. Uh-oh. Stop. The camera blurred out. The camera blurred out. I don't think we got It's because Rob's on an old-school computer right now. I don't think he can see us. I can see I can see y'all. You can see me? No? Uh, your screen actually froze out, at least what I'm looking at, unless, unless you can see something else, but your screen froze out. But it's all good, my man. No worries. Happy New Year, everyone. 2021. Hopefully yeah, better this year. How was your New Year, by the way? How was your New Year? It was good. Just hanging at home with the family. Um, played some games. Stayed up till about one. Um, just went to sleep, as everyone should have. <laughs> yeah, man. Quick night. Nothing. I mean, nothing. Nothing crazy. Twelve o'clock done. You know, a little bit past midnight. I was in bed as well. You know, just hanging out with the fam. Bam. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too wild there. But sports are still going on. Thankfully, lots to talk about. Rob, obviously with. The NFL playoffs now starting up. The college football championship that we have coming up here this Monday with Alabama, the Heisman Trophy winning Devonta Smith, and Ohio State and Justin Fields, which I believe the Jets should draft, but we'll talk about that here down the road later on in the show. But, Rob, before we get into that and before we jump into everything that we're going to talk about, if you guys are watching, make sure that you click, like, and press that share button. Let everybody know what you're watching tonight. We are coming to you live on Gorilla Cross Radio. Download the, the app, the Gorilla Cross app, free on all of your app stores. Not only that, GorillaCross.com. Check out all the content they have there. You can find our show. You can find all the other shows, as you see down here on the ticker to the side. Speak Life Radio, um, Let the Ball Bounce, um, Unnamed Sports Show, you name it. Great stuff on this network, man. Go ahead and check it out. 
Make it a priority in 2021 if you have not done so and you're tuning in for the first time to let everybody know what Gorilla Cross is all about. But before we do so and move forward, we're coming to you live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube on the Gorilla Cross app. Share, subscribe, like, and comment. Let us know what you think. But before we move into our sports talks and topics of the night, Quan, if you could please let everybody know who we are being brought to you by. We are brought to you by Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes, there's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know, and equally important, what they need to ask, to help ensure making their home ownership dreams a true reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua LaFon today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you give him a call, 702-813-0533. Uh-oh. Unmute that mic, Jose. <laughs> he forgot to. He forgot to mic. See, that's what happens when you do shows from home and you're not in the. <laughs> you gotta mute and unmute and do all that. But like I was trying to say is, big shout out to Joshua Lafon. Greatly appreciate you, my man, for jumping on with us one more time for another ride here into 2021. We greatly appreciate all of your support and riding with us. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're gonna get you in the studio soon too, as well, because you're a sports guy. You bet as well. So we want to talk sports betting with you. Now, Rob, with that being said, there's a lot going on in the world of sports right now, aside from, obviously, the NFL playoffs and college football national championship, which we'll get into it here shortly, but the NBA is back. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm excited. I like it because I'm starting to bet a little more. I'm not a huge NBA betting guy. I like to do a totals ticket like I do all the time, like I call it my lottery ticket, but I'm excited about the NBA. I'm excited about... What Clay Thompson is doing, I'm sorry, what Steph Curry is doing, how he's been balling out, and it's good to see the Warriors team in a way be back, whether you're a Warrior fan or not. If you're a fan of the NBA, it's good to see these type of players back in their groove and back in their rhythm, wouldn't you say? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. I've said it before. I'm not a huge NBA fan. Uh, I'm actually watching, I think we talked about it before. I'm watching the Clippers game right now as we speak. Um, But I'm not a super huge NBA fan. Um, so I, I don't really bet on it either. I know I put a play in our little parlays, our little contest uh, for the year uh, t- today, and I, it lost. I took the Raptors, and they lost. So not Start a super big fan. Start out the season with an L in the NBA. It's, it's pretty much all we got right now. I mean, college basketball is there, but you got games getting canceled all over the place. Um, but, you know, it's something to throw on the TV. I like to call it background noise. So I like to, you know, I'll, I'll have the game on. Um, but I, I, I typically with the NBA, since I don't, I'm not a big better on it. I typically, uh, don't uh, pay attention a lot until probably the playoffs or, you know, almost, almost the last week, maybe last month of the NBA to see how it ends up. Well, from what you, what, what you have browsed through though, from what you've been looking at, is there anything that stood out to you or any games well, that you were excited to watch? I, I mean, excited. I mean, I wanted to see how, I wanted to see how the Warriors are doing, which I'm, you know, I'm watching right now. I wanted to see how they're doing the Clippers. Um, obviously an interesting team as well, same as last year. Uh, Lakers, you know, big Laker fan, as I think we all are. Um, I think they're I think they're honestly just going to take it again. 
Um, but there are a few teams. The Suns look good. I'm surprised, you know, like we, I just mentioned, the Raptors, you know, they're they starting off the season one and six, um, not, you know, not being able to translate last year into this year. I know they didn't go that far, but they have a good squad on paper. I mean, I'm looking at their starting lineup and stuff, and and they're not able to, you know, get the season started the way they wanted to. But there are a few intriguing teams. Um, Phoenix Suns is one of them. Um, it, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with Harden. I know we hear about nothing but about Harden right now. Um, to see, you know, he wants out, but he's still playing. He gained so much weight. Um, so, I mean, there are a few headlines in the NBA, um, but I, I, I honestly uh, seem to kind of gravitate towards college basketball at the moment in time. So you mentioned headlines. One of the biggest headlines, actually, that came out today, I'm pretty sure you saw Markel Fultz. Um, Orlando yeah, Orlando, 20 ACL, right? ACL, done for the season. It, it, it's, it sucks when you see stuff like this, man. Obviously, yes. A lot of us talked crap about the kid, you know, a lot of memes and all that when he couldn't shoot, when he had the shoulder injury back when he was with Philadelphia. We get all that, but you always want to see these kids and this young talent succeed, and he was on that path. So it kind of sucks when you see someone like him doing it all the right, you know, doing doing it the right way and, and hoping that he can basically be on the right team and continue his NBA career to be that guy that everyone thought he would be. And then this happens. I mean, it, it's kind of sucks, right? Yeah, it sucks. I mean, anytime that happens to any player, no matter how good or, you know, they're in the NBA at the end of the day, right? They're, they're making the big bucks. And and for that to happen to them, I mean, so early in the season, too, um, I, I feel like, you know, he was maybe going to have a chance at, you know, getting all those memes off of him and, and really kind of showing people what he's really about and being a number one pick and everything like that. Uh, there's a lot to live up to. Um, but for him to go down like that, um, you know, it sucks all around. I know another player, I think, uh, uh, from the Nets. Who was it? Uh, Dinwiddie? I think Spencer Dinwiddie went down with an ACL already for the Nets. I mean, I know they're loaded. They got a loaded team, and I, I know they can kind of, you know, play on without them. But uh, it sucks when any time that kind of happens, that type of injury, especially so early in the season. Storylines. Philadelphia 76ers. That was a big yeah. this offseason, obviously getting Doc Rivers. Um, and not only that, people asking, can Joel Embiid actually play with um, Ben Simmons, I think that's completely out of the window now. I mean, they're playing lights out. They're 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 they're, 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 they're seven and one. They're technically the best team in the league record wise right now. Isn't this how they always start out though? They always start out great, you know. And then when it, you know when it gets to the playoffs, they always they always kind of choke in the playoffs. And it's it's they, there's so much hype around the 76ers team every year. Um, for at least I want to say every year. Don't get me wrong, but for at least for the last, the last two or three years. There's been a lot of hype around them every every year, uh, and they start off really like as they are right now. Like they usually start off, they're seven and one right now. Um, but I just, I, I want to see them come playoff time because I know they got the squad, I know they got the coach now, um, they got everything you know lined up for them to succeed. But w- playoffs is where it matters, so that that's really they're going to make it to the playoffs. We all know that. It's just how are they going to finish the season? Another thing too, man, that's not being talked about that much that I think needs to get a lot of credit is. The move that they made to get Curry, set, you know, Stephen Curry's brother, 36 minutes tonight, 28 points, 11 of 14 shooting, 6 of 7 from the three-point line. When you get that type of guard play, obviously, we know he's not going to give you that night in and night out. He's not his, you know, he's not his brother. We know that, right? I mean, that's case in point. It's clear here. We know he's not going to give you that type of stat line every single night. But the fact that you have a solidified point guard that can at least help you out and move the ball, right? You can move Ben Simmons off of that guard spot if you want to. You also have Danny Green, I believe, is the guy that they picked up from the Lakers, right? Yeah. He's, yep. he's on Danny his team Green. as well. I mean, 
their starting lineup, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Simmons, Green, Curry, that's pretty solid. But like you say, and I agree with you, come playoff time, what's going to happen? Are we going to see the same team or are we going to see it just crumble? Crumbling, as you like to call it from time to time. You know what I mean? But I like what Doc is doing. I mean, I, Doc, Doc's, get, Doc's looking good right now, man. Obviously, pandemic season, nobody's in the stands right now. I get that. Uh, it's a little more back to normal kind of with the travel or whatever it may be. But a lot of these games are back to back, too. If you look at the schedule, they're playing the same teams twice within a three-day span. You know what yeah, I mean? it's like, kind of crazy it, it, to see things that way. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, but you, you look at their bench, too. Uh, it's a, well, from a betting standpoint, I, 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 I think there's some value there because if you're playing the same team, uh, I think it's a little bit easier to maybe spot like a little, uh, a, a good, a good spot to actually bet a team. Um, uh, for example, like if a team blows out someone uh, on one night and then, you know, the next night or in two nights from that day, they, they play the same team and the line is just completely off after either getting blown out or, you know. And it's the same squad playing each other. I think there's some value there when you look at the, those type of uh, those type of angles to see maybe you like the other way because it, it just kind of sets it up for a trap when someone gets blown out by 30, and then the next day or the day after they're playing the same team, and the team that got blown out by 30 is favored to win that game, right? So those type of things is what I look for, especially from a betting perspective. But it, it is the safest way to play the season. I, you know, it is the safest way. Uh, it's it's the easiest way. Uh, and I'm sure they're going to learn a lot from it. And it's probably something that we're going to see a lot more in the future moving forward, um, even even once we get past all the COVID stuff. So um, I'm, I'm all for it, whatever it takes uh, to get through the season and make sure that everyone stays happy, you know, happy and healthy. And to make sure that we have a full season, right, to not have a shortened yeah. season, because there's still that opportunity for things to go south and and for the NBA to kind of, you know, for the season to get shortened. I'm sure that's all in the it's, – it's in the – if it happens – uh, there's already like a backup plan for the NBA to kind of move. They got the playbook so, already. Yeah, it's it's already there. If we have to do this, then they're gonna go this route. But uh, hopefully, we get to, we get a full season. That's the one thing I do want to see. Once again, you are tuned into Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We are coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. I am currently home here in the office, just hanging out, doing the show from home today. We will be back in the studio next Wednesday night. Rob G. Tuning in with us as well, even though his camera is frozen. He is back home. He is <laughs> that's back my home. best pick. That's my best pick right there, too. I'm going to log out and log back in and see what I can that, do. I'll that, be right back. That's the, that's the Draymond Green. Remember the Draymond Green, the post-conference? <laughs> I'm going to log out. I'll be, I'll be right back. You're going to go solo for a little go bit. Go for it. That's all good. So all look, right. man, one thing that I was looking at, too, that Rob was talking about, again, straight best sports. We'd like to talk betting it from time to time. The angles here. Sometimes there's teams that are playing against each other back-to-back nights. Case in point, Trailblazers just a few nights ago to start the year played the Warriors in Golden State two nights in a row. First night, murder them. 123-98 final score, right? Next night, Portland's favored again, but they were only favored by, I believe it was three and a half, four. How is the line that? You would expect it to be higher after they just blew you out, right? I took the Warriors in that game. Small bet, nothing crazy, obviously, but it comes back around. Warriors win 137-122. Obviously, Portland is still putting up points there. Nothing crazy. It's not like they got blown out. They lost by 15, but they were in this game if you saw this game. It was a competitive game all the way around. But the biggest thing that I'm looking at in the NBA, if you guys know me and everybody knows the way that I like to bet, I'm a big totals guy. I like to look for totals. 
I like to look for games that make sense. If you're looking at Warriors games, sorry, I got the game back here on the TV. If you're looking at Warriors games, you always got to look at the totals. Some totals may look fishy. Some totals may look legit. You never know until it's actually on there and you can actually see it. You got to study. Sometimes a line might be super high and you're asking yourself, why is this Why is this line so high right now? Wait a minute. They just scored 120-some points each. This is 200-some. The, the math doesn't add up, right? Sometimes you got to look at the lineups. You got to look at the referees. Call me crazy. Rob will even say this, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist himself. Look at the referees. Who is the referee that night? Who is the crew? Who's in charge? Normally, how do they officiate games when certain players are playing? The other night, ah, um, oh, geez, what game was it? I'm, I'm spacing out here, but I was watching the game, and a player got fouled, got upset, went down the court, got a technical. Next play, he clearly gets fouled, and they don't call it. Referees look at that. Referees see that. So you got to be careful, man. Games can tra- change at any single point in time in the game. You got to be careful with that. Hey, we got Rob back yet, or what's going on up there? Anybody I'm back. Rob? Can you guys hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, can we hear you? We, I don't know if we can see you, but we can hear you. Hey, you the, hear frozen, the frozen tundra once again of Rob Gaitan. <laughs> this is the same picture. Huh? That's so funny. That's so funny. I don't know. I log back in and log back, and that's all I got. So once but uh, TV, Rob G, Straight Best Sports, Gorilla Cross Radio. Download the app, GorillaCross.com. So, Rob, I was just talking about the Portland Trailblazers and the Golden State Warriors to start the year. Portland murders them, 128-98, right? Next game, very next, two nights later, Warriors win 137-122. Blazers were still favored in this line. I believe it was only three. Wow. See, that's what I'm talking about. Those are, oh, there's my camera. Uh, Yeah, those are the type of scenarios. Let me turn this light down a little bit. Those are the type of scenarios I'm talking about. Turn your TikTok light off. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of opportunities there, uh, especially when they're playing back to back. And, you know, sometimes these these sometimes the books don't know where to put the line, especially after a blowout like that. So uh, you got to pick your spots. Don't get me wrong. They're not all going to be traps and they're not all going to be easy winners or anything like that. But uh, it is something unique. It's, uh, you know, it kind of almost rivals baseball, you know, because they're, they're, they're playing like little little series. And it, it kind of caught me off guard. I didn't really realize that they were going to start doing that until I was looking at the games every day. And I'm like, didn't they just play last night in, you know, on the road as well? Like, Same thing I was so, saying, yeah. yeah, it's like a home and away series and stuff. So it kind of, you know, uh, you know, competes with baseball a little bit in that, you know, in that aspect. But uh, you know, just got to look for your spots. You know, I look at the lines, uh, honestly, every day, whether I bet or not, I just want to see because, uh, I, you know, like at the end of the night, I like to look at them, see where they finished. I don't, I'm not a totals person like you, um, but I do like to see who won and who lost and, and possibly use that knowledge down the road. So it is something to kind of keep an eye on as the season starts. Rob G back in the building, no more frozen tundra camera for him. We actually got don't jinx it. Around, don't jinx around. it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> but, Rob, let, let's jump into some um, some college football talk before we get into NFL. And, obviously, we got a lot going on with NFL Sunday, Saturday, uh, wild card weekend, as they like to call it. But, of course, college football, we all know the national championship, the natty, as we all like to call it. Alabama, it seems like we say that name every single year. Um, they're looking for their sixth national championship, I believe it is, in the last 12 years. But correct me yeah, if I'm wrong. Crazy like that. Um, it's just it, it's it's insane to me that 
this guy sold his soul to the devil. Let's be I mean, Nick Saban did something. When he left Miami and the way he left Miami and left the NFL and said, I'm out, and Alabama gave him the keys and said, here, it's yours. Take this program over and do what you want. Because I believe he was he either is or also was the AD at one point when he got there. So you basically gave him the reins and said, recreate and reconstruct and rebuild our whole athletic program here, starting with our football team, which is, if you know college football back in the day, college football, Alabama, that's what they were known for always, right? But is it getting boring, Rob? Before we get into the actual game, before we get into the, the stats and, and the players and people that are in this game, is it getting boring to hear that same conversation? It's like it's, it's, it's like every year it's just like, okay, who's going to play Alabama in the national championship this year? Like it, it's no longer who's going to be in the national championship. Who are we seeing? And I just want to tell you what I was saying. Notre Dame shouldn't have been in the top four, and, and Alabama proved that. Once they got yeah. by Clemson, they shouldn't have been there. But isn't it? Is it getting boring in your opinion? To, to every year and every year, it's Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. Doesn't it feel like New England and then and NFL when Brady was with the Patriots? Uh, it, it, I think it would be a little bit more tired or a little bit tiring to see to hear and see if uh, you know if there wasn't a Clemson, right? Because who was Clemson maybe ten years ago, right? Who was Clemson maybe? Seven or eight years ago, uh, you know, they, they're they're able to compete with Alabama now. There's more teams. The parity, you know, amongst divisions and, and other teams is 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 gotten you know a lot tighter. And and it, I don't think it's going to be an issue, you know, um, in the near future because I, I do think that we are going to go to eight teams. And I don't I don't know if it's going to happen next year, but I almost guarantee in two years we will have an 18 playoff. And when we do. Um, that's when other teams that are really going to have uh, the opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be eight teams. There's, it, 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 there's no, they're not going to stick with four. I mean, they may go one more year, but in two years, it's, there's, it's already in the talks. It's been talked about since day one, since they announced four. Um, they need to get it. They need to get it to eight teams, um, and then because I mean, the bowl games are meaning more and more less. You know, they're meaning. Excuse me, they're meaning less and less every year. Uh, every year. Yeah. Right. You got people sitting out. You got half of half of Florida's team sitting out. So every year the, the bowl games are kind of losing that, 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 you know, what they, everyone was so hyped about every, every, every bowl game there was. And there's so many of them now that a lot of them have lost that, that, you know, that shine that, you know, and that attention that they used to get. Um, so with that being said, they're going to go to an 18 playoff. Uh, it's going to be interesting. This is where teams really, you know, the, the teams and the, you know, the coastal Carolinas and the BYUs and all those teams that say they deserve a shot at the Cincinnati's, uh, this is where they're going to get their opportunity. It's, they're going to have that opportunity, and when they do, they better be ready because Alabama is 100% going to be ready. So, uh, you know, it may not happen the first year we go to an 18 team playoff, but, you know, there's going to be some shockers out there. There's, it's it's kind of like, you know, with eight teams now, there's going to be more opportunity for Texas A&M and stuff like that. So, it yes, it, it, it does get tiring here, you know, sometimes hearing Alabama all the time, but we're going to get to that point in a couple of years where more teams are going to have an opportunity to take them down. So, Rob, the line currently sits at minus eight Alabama on William and Hill. Virtual salute to you. I see you got one over there as well. Yep. Ohio well, I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> it <was> with... <laughs> no, don't say that. That's what I'm playing. I'm just playing Quan. But Ohio State, plus 250. Is that something that you would look at to sprinkle on the money line? I'll be honest with you. I always bet against Alabama regardless. And you know I like taking dogs. I'm betting this game. I'm taking Ohio State at plus 250. Um, 
it'll be one of my bigger bets, not one of my $2 bets, Rob. It'll be a lot bigger than that. Don't worry, I promise yeah. you that. It'll be probably four, maybe $5 bet. We'll see what it is. You guys make fun of me, but I'm, I'm the casual better over the counter. Rob's the, the sharp better over there. That's why we like to have two different minds here on the show. But the line sits at eight. Total sits at 75 and a half. You have, like the, under. <laughs> you have the current Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, which we're going to get into that real quick here shortly as well. Waddle coming back. Possibly, which I don't think is going to really matter or not. You got a running back that is killing it as well. Quarterback, which was a runner-up in the National Heisman National uh, the Heisman Trophy winner contest as well. I still like Ohio State. I like Justin Fields. I, I like what they did against Clemson. That motivation, I'm sorry. Clemson was going to win that game. Dabo opened his mouth, and that's why Ohio State won that game. Not taking anything away from Ohio State. They proved and showed who they really are, whether they won five or six games or they win nine or ten games. But you don't want to hype up that type of team. You don't want to give them that type. You don't want to add that type of fuel to the fire, and that's exactly what Dabo did. That well, let's see if we even have a he did that. Let's see if we even have a championship game, right? Because they're already talking about delaying it. It's going to go off, so we'll see. Yeah, it's about, what, five days away now? So we're, we're going to see if we're even going to have one. The, the one thing that I'm I'm worried about on the Ohio State side is I liked Ohio State against Clemson. Um, I didn't bet it, uh, to be honest with you. I didn't bet it. Um, but I did like Ohio State. Uh, I think there was just a little bit too much, you know, hype on Clemson this year. Um, but – that injury to Justin Fields seemed pretty serious. You know, the way that he was moving on the field, I know he, I know he threw like, what, like a 50 yard touchdown or however long it was, you know, to kind of keep that, to keep the momentum going in Ohio state's, you know, favor. But when they were showing him on the sidelines, when he was trying to hop on the bike, you know, to kind of stay, to stay warm and stuff like that, um, to stay warmed up, he did not look anything. He did not look good at all. So for someone to come out after experiencing that type of, uh, of injury um, and then playing what a week, it's a week later uh, or a little bit more than a week later, I, I, I honestly see him struggling um, if, if he's going to play. So I don't want to cut you off, but our buddy C. Wynn, Chris Wynn chimes in. He goes on Facebook, he chimes in. The Buckeyes blew their load versus Clemson. Bama's going to bring them back down to earth, Jose. LOL. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I, I think I honestly, yeah, I'm not going to bet this game. This game, I, I'm just going to watch it, you know, obviously. Um, but I, it, it seems a little too easy to take Alabama um, because in my mind, in my opinion, um, because of, of the injury to fields, right? Like, I feel like this line would be the same or they're treating it the same, whether like he's healthy or whether if say that injury didn't happen. I feel like the line would still be the same, which bothers me because he's injured and there's, he's not going to recover. He's not going to be a hundred percent in the championship game. Um, so, you know, I, I, I like Alabama. I think that they're going to, they're going to win the game. I don't know if they'll cover the game, but I feel like they would be seven point seven and a half. I think it's up to eight. Now I feel like they would be eight point favorites, whether he got injured or not. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I like Alabama. I think they're going to win on, when it comes to the spread. 
I, I think I, I'll take Alabama as well, just because it's only gonna, that Alabama defense. And then if they get one, one, two good shots on Justin Fields, and he's got, you know, he's gonna have his ribs wrapped up and everything. But if he takes one to two good shots on the field, that whole that game can go sideways really fast in, for Ohio State. So finish up with college. You like Alabama and under? Uh, I like, you know, I didn't touch much on the total, but I do like the under. Uh, just seeing, the, I know I know Alabama and Notre Dame was a game that went under, but just seeing, you know, everyone's going to kind of expect like a Clemson slash Ohio State game uh, for that final. And uh, 75, I mean, it's, it's probably right where it should be, maybe a little bit higher, maybe 78. Um, but I, I do like the under in this. I think they're Ohio State's going to have to change up the game plan a little bit uh, when it comes to because a lot of you know a lot of the production comes from Justin Fields uh, running the ball as well, right? They have a design place for him to come in there and just kind of run and be be able to be a mobile quarterback. But I don't feel like he's going to want to take the shots and he's not going to want to. They're going to have to change the game plan a little bit. So uh, I see I see possibly Ohio State running the ball a little bit uh, more than they usually do. Uh, to kind of turn up some clock and keep that Alabama offense off the field. Once again, I am Jose V. Rob G. You are tuned in to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I want to basically comment on my primo here, Eddie, on Facebook. I agree with you. I, I me and Rob had this conversation. I think Texas A&M could have possibly been in there and would have given Alabama a better game. Then Notre Dame did. We just see it. It happens every year. Chip Kelly can't do it in the big game. But before we move off of college football and go into the NFL, because we got a lot to talk about in that, Rob, little little thing I wanted to throw out here. I was up late last night. I was watching Sports Center, like most of us do, Rob, and just going through stuff and browsing it. And, and, and I'm listening, and it just caught my eye, and I froze the screen. And for those of you that saw that Devontae Smith won the Heisman Trophy, right? I believe 20 receiving touchdowns over 1,500 receiving yards, um, just insane numbers, right? Think about this. Their number one receiver going into the season, which was not Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. He had 557 receiving yards through October 17th. Smith had 483. That's when Jalen Waddle got hurt and was done for the rest of the season with the ankle injury, I believe it was. My question to all of you out there, and I'll let you chime in on Facebook because we're going to move on from this and we'll, and we'll get to it shortly. Are we still seeing Devontae Smith as the Heisman Trophy winner if Jalen Waddle goes down? And not only that, the fact that Jalen Waddle went down, is this what boosted Devontae Smith and gave him that extra confidence to become the Heisman Trophy winner? Or was it already inside of him just waiting to come out? And it happened to be this year since it was his senior season. He wanted to go out with a bang. I'll let you guys chime in on Facebook on that one. And let me know your thoughts on what you think. But, Rob, moving on, moving forward. NFL, baby. The bread and butter. The best time. Happy holidays, as you like to say from time to time. But, look, NFL, college football. I mean, NFL playoffs is back. The one game that I want to talk about. Which we're we'll jumping to this game. one first, of course. But I'm right. saying we're jumping to this go. one first, and here's why. I want to start off with this game because of what happened leading into this game. You and I had this conversation the other day. Tampa Bay going into the Washington Football Team in DC, right? A lot of people out there are complaining, moaning, crying. Oh my God. Doug Peterson threw the game. 
Oh my God, he should be fined. Oh my God, he should be suspended. Oh, he, he he's ruining the integrity of the game. Shut the hell up to every single person that is saying that. Shut up. First of all, and I'm going to give credit to Joe Arrigo from Franchise Sports Media because he said it first on Twitter. Or at least I saw him say it first because it's one of the people that I follow. So you're telling me that teams like Kansas City and other teams that already had people locked into to their seed that decided to sit people and not play them. Oh, they didn't play the way they, they didn't play to win the game because they had their backups. But yeah, you're not complaining and moaning about them and crying about that. Not only that, Joe Judge, I believe that's the, the name of the coach of the Giants. I would never do that. I would never put my players or whatever. You you put your players in a situation where they have to wait for another team to create your fate for you to make the playoffs. So you're an idiot for saying what you said because you already put your team in a bad situation to begin with. You weren't a good enough coach. You didn't coach well enough to win your division. You were waiting on another coach to hopefully do what you wanted and hopefully win. Now, yes, did Doug Peterson probably in the back of his mind say, I'm not going to let the Giants freaking go to the playoffs? For him to say, I wanted to see Sudfeld, because we've had him on here, we haven't seen much of him playoff season, when you're only down by three, I get it. Jalen Hurts' numbers weren't that great. He should have stayed in the game, though, because he was still your best chance to win, right? But here's the thing, people. I don't blame Doug Peterson. It's not the first time it's happened, and it's definitely not the last time it's going to happen. And Joe Judge, you need to shut up, take a back seat, and hopefully next season when your players are healthy, you can do a better job at coaching, and you won't have to worry about this. Now, Rob, moving forward. I don't know if you I agree. No, well, I agree with you. I think we had we had this conversation uh, a few days ago um, about how he put himself. You know, the Giants. You know, could have won a game. You know, uh, one. You know, one game earlier in the season, or you know, whatever, to kind of not put themselves in a situation to where they're waiting on the last game or for another team to decide their fate. Um, I mean, the Eagles did cover the spread, right? <laughs> they did cover the spread, but you know. Uh, for them to try to go out there and win, um, I mean, just to kind of stick it to the Giants. It is what it is, and, and the Giants, you know, should be blaming themselves, like you mentioned, for not putting them, themselves in a better position to win that division early, earlier, not say earlier in the season, but maybe within the last couple of weeks or three or four weeks. So, Rob, this game right now currently sits at the Bucks You're minus eight at- and a half, over and under 45. Yeah, open at 7, up to 8, open at 47 on the total, down to 45. Let's talk about the storyline. You and I were talking about it. I was talking and about J- it. We were talking about it, and then today, what about today to add to that storyline? Uh, what happened? Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So let, let's get into that because we're conspiracy theorists. We make fun <laughs> of each other for that, but that's how we like to look at stuff, right? Definitely, because sometimes it happens, and you got to look at that. Case in point. When the Patriots won the Super Bowl and started to become the Patriots, there was a lot going on in the country, 9-11, a bunch of other stuff and all that, correct? Now, look what happened with Alex Smith. Everyone loves a feel-good story. I believe you and I were both saying when the season started, at least I know I was, and I said it on one of the shows, that why is he here? Why is he a third stringer holding a clipboard when someone else could have that opportunity to play when we know he's not going to play Alex Smith, I take a back seat. With all due respect, I was wrong. Granted, 
his numbers haven't been the greatest. He hasn't done anything spectacular. Let's be real about that. But leadership-wise and what he brings to the offense and how he control it and what he's bringing is working. Defensively, Chase Young does not look like a rookie. This kid is a monster. He is literally the future at that position. Moving forward, we know that. This team goes as far as he goes and that defense goes. But like you were saying, what happened in the Capitol today? With the people storming the Capitol, breaking in, getting into these offices and doing what they did. With the state of our country, not to get political, but the state of our country and what it's in. If you're a better and you're someone that likes to bet, you know, futures and big money futures, right? How do you not sprinkle some money on the Washington football team here, Rob? They're the biggest dog on the board out of every single team. I'm not saying big money, but as a fun prop, how do you not take a chance with this? Uh, I know someone that, that, that got them at 17 to 1 to win the NFC East, okay? And that hit. What's to say they can't move forward and win the whole damn thing? I mean, I, yeah, I agree. Um, I actually just saw something on Twitter where somebody put the William, I don't know, I think it was William Hill. I, I, maybe the odds have changed since we last looked at it because that's what we use for our odds. But uh, someone put $2,000 on them at 125 to 1 to win it all. Yikes. Right. Just imagine that payday. But yeah, to play to that storyline, like you can't think of a better story in the NFL right now than Ron Rivera and, oh, and Alex Smith. Well, yeah. yeah, you got Ron Rivera, the coach who just beat cancer. Um, you got Alex Smith, you know, come back. Uh, we're talking to, this year. I was talking to come uh, talking to Jimbo and it was comeback player of the century. Right. Like of the century. Literally. Hey, even Chris Wynn just said change the award, change the name yeah. to the Alex Smith award. You have to. Right. Right. So you, you think about things like that and, and 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 then you throw 2020 on top of it. Right. And then you throw everything that we've been going through um, and and the election was this year. And, you, you know, that's basically the Redskins home, you know, home court right there, home field. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they beat the Buccaneers this weekend just to kind of uh, just to kind of. Yeah, just to show that D.C. is, you know. DC is in it, you know, and D and I, I, I don't, I don't see them. I can see, I'm sorry. I could see them possibly moving on, you know, for the first couple of rounds, that defense is real. Chase Young is playing like a 10 year veteran. Um, he, you know, he's playing like he's been in the game forever and I, Alex Smith is just doing the right things. Um, he does look a little choppy sometimes, I guess you want to say, but you know, if they can, if they can play the game the way that they're supposed to play the game, because they don't seem like that type of team that's just going to air it out. They got to run the ball. They they got to do their plays. Uh, you know the way that they're they're you know the the to you know to help their roster. You know how their roster is built. They have to play that way. So um, I would not be surprised if the Redskins you know take this one at home against the Bucks. I'm with you, man. I mean, I, I, I'm definitely going to sprinkle something on the money line, but my realistic bet here would be the plus eight and a half. I do like the total. I'm taking the forty five, even though that defense is crazy. I can still see some points being scored here. Let's move on to the next game that I want to talk about here, Rob. Ravens at the Titans. This is another interesting one, and here's why. The Titans beat the Ravens in Baltimore earlier this year by a field goal in overtime. We talked about this earlier in the week as well. And now you have a team in the Titans that won their division. You got the triple crown winner, by the way, and, and Travis Henry. Let's give him that credit. Triple Derek. crown winner. Okay. Derek Crane, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, triple crown winner this year in Russia. So you got to give them that. 
and they've already beat you. But yet, Baltimore is favored on the road, minus three. And not only that, let's get into the futures real quick. If we're looking at the prop bets, right, for the futures to win the Super Bowl. Here's the Super Bowl. Here's, here it is. Hold on. Let's see. Prop bets. Futures. To win the Super Bowl. The Titans are 25 to 1, but the Ravens are 15 to 1. Calculate that math for me and tell me what's wrong there. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I like the Ravens in this matchup. Um, Why? I mean, they're, on the, they're on the road. They already lost to this team. Granted, I believe it was by overtime, you know, so Tennessee did beat them in overtime. But I, this line on my end opened up at four and a half, um, uh, minus, you know, minus four and a half on the Ravens. It's been obviously bet down to three, three and a half. I'm showing three and a half across the board, 54% of the money on the Titans. I don't know how anyone wouldn't just take the three and a half. How do you not? I think they're begging you to take the Titans here. Um, and especially you're getting three and the hook. Um, so you're getting, you know, the, the this game honestly should, in my opinion, probably have opened up maybe a pick them, maybe Ravens minus one. And for them to open up and to feel confident, for a book to feel confident that we're going to get money on both sides of the fence if we open up at, at Ravens, say, minus four, that's 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 a lot. That, that says a lot about how much they value and where the Ravens are in their power rankings. Um, even after they've looked, I know they demolished the Bengals. Um, and I know the Packers demolished, you know, took, took care of uh, the Titans on Monday, was it Monday Night Football a couple of weeks back. But that line just jumped out at me from day one. That's actually the only game I like on the board this week. Um, I do like the Ravens to win this. I'm interested to see where the line will be at by the time we get to Sunday. Uh, I, I do see probably that that hook getting trimmed off because I feel like everyone, including the casual better, is going to take the uh, take the Titans. I mean, at the end of the day, you you know when you look at that matchup, just take the <laughs> when you look at it, you know, and you're looking at it, you know, on the board at the book, you're just like, I'm just gonna, you know, that's a good matchup, but I'm just gonna take the points to be safe. Um, so I like the Ravens uh, to, to to win that and cover. Uh, if it gets down to three, I I, I think I think I, I think I will I think I will bet that game. So I'm I'm gonna call it now. I'm on Tennessee on this game, and I'm gonna oh. say it here. I'm gonna yes. say it here. I'm gonna say it here since since we're talking about it already, and 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 I want to get your pick because we're gonna do it. I need to get who you feel is gonna run through the AFC and the NFC and get to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm taking the Titans, and at Conference, I got the Titans going to the Super Bowl. I got the wow. Titans, I got the Titans going to the Super Bowl. I, I don't I, know if I'll give you my Super Bowl pick right now, but I mean at least okay, this you know early. What? We haven't talked. You know what? We haven't I'm talked about all the games yet. We haven't talked about all the games yet. I can't say I, I, I can see them in the Super Bowl, but let's just say that. But once again, I am Jose V. He is Rob G. We're chilling at the crib. Quan, back at the studio. Greatly appreciate you doing what you do for us here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We're talking some NFL action. And Rob, it looks like they're calling you by your nickname now. Chris Wynn called you by your nickname on Facebook. He called you Goldie. Just <laughs> like it says, Goldilocks. He called Goldilocks. You all Hopefully right, the Ravens are a Goldilock. I know, right? A Goldilock. So so far, we're both on Washington. You're on the Ravens. I'm on Tennessee. Sound sound about right? Yep, yep. So moving on, let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams at ten and six. Moving on to go play the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle, twelve and four. Now 
this is an interesting game. The Rams are hurt with Jared Goff. He was out. Wolford, which I believe was a freaking accountant on Wall Street or whatever the heck it was recently, they said before they signed him. Um, basically, he was not doing much. And he basically played the game. And you played to win the game. You played to win the <laughs> game. He didn't look that bad, but he didn't look that great also. This is a toss-up game, to be honest with you. At the end of the day, even though the Rams don't have a quarterback, that defense, and it's still a divisional game in the playoffs, right? It's, it's still a scary game. However you slice it, I believe the line opened at four and a half. It's at three and a half right now on William and Hill. Totals 42 and a half. I don't like either side of this game, Rob. I really don't. I like the total. You know me, totals guy. I'll take the total. I'll take over 42 and a half. I can see that. But I don't know. What do you think? What, what do you like sidewise here? I mean, Jared Goff, uh, he, he's, he, he is the end, end all for the Rams on offense, and he's not there. Yeah, uh, Seahawks opened up minus five on my end, total 40 and a half. Got bet up uh, on the total almost immediately to 42. Yeah, Yeah, just immediately. uh, So it's sitting at 42 and a half right now. I don't have the percentages. I don't know if you have the percentages. I had them on me. I was was trying to fix my camera. My camera, I can't see anything right now. So right now, currently on scores and odds, we have 69% of the side is being bet on the Seahawks. 71% of the money is being bet on the Seahawks as well. I like I like the Rams. I like them in the last what was the last game? No, the second to last game of the season. I mean, these two teams just played two weeks ago uh, in the same stadium, and uh, I believe the game was a uh, close to a pick 'em. Um, and uh, the, the Seahawks, you know, they won convincingly. I think it was like twenty to nine or something like. I, don't, I can't remember the final score, um, but you know, they covered. They won. Uh, I like the Rams in this position. Uh, I would take the points. Take the plus. Three and a half. Take the you know some places got four, four and a half from what I see here. I'd take the four. Um, I think it's going to be a closer game. I honestly think, in my opinion, that the Rams are going to win this game outright. I think uh, the defense will will play better, especially specifically because they just played this team two weeks ago. So you know it's fresh in their minds. Um, they came up with a big win with the backup quarterback last week. Uh, I see I see the Seahawks time running out early in the playoffs. I like the Rams. Uh, Jared Goff does have to show up, you know, obviously because he, he is the heart of that offense. Um, but I think the defense does enough. Um, and, and the Seahawks defense is not that great. I know it's at home, but, you know, we've got no fans. Uh, Rams take it. They win on the money line. Okay, Rams take it. You know what? If Jared Goff starts and plays his game, yes, I'm with you. Oh, so, so he may not start? He may not start. Oh, wow. So I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. <laughs> So here's the thing. If golf starts, I'm with you. I think the Rams can pull this game off, and then they lose in the next game. But if golf is out, I like Seattle. I think that they'll throw the ball fairly well, as they have with DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, obviously a huge part of that offense as well. Um, Carson, the running back. A lot of these guys that don't get bigger recognition that should, that offense is there. But like I told you the other day, I, I'm not confident in these NFC teams either. It's a coin flip to me. Um, but if golf starts, give me the Rams on the money line. If not, Seattle minus three and a half to me is the play in this It'd be game. interesting to see where but that line goes. Like It'd be yeah. interesting to see where that line goes if golf doesn't start. I'm assuming this line this line looks uh, like golf is starting. So I mean, this the, the, so it, it's going to be interesting if they you know they rule him out when they rule him out if he's not going to play and to see where this this line I don't want to say balloons but where it's going to go to because it's definitely going to go up on the Seahawks side. 
Um, you, you may get some value even with the backup quarterback. I mean, look what they were able to do uh, with Arizona, who has they don't have a bad, de- you know, they don't have a horrible defense, but they, you know, they have a, they have a decent defense, um, and and they were able to actually, you know, kind of control that game and take the W at the end and uh, the last and the last week of the season. So, be interesting to see. So Rob, no play for me though. Yeah, we got about 13 more. My play here is the total, over 42 and a half. But we got about 13 more minutes here to finish up a couple more games. Colts, Bills, here, let's run through this one quick. I know everybody's going to be on Buffalo. Currently, right now, if I'm looking at scores and odds, let's see. Yes, everyone is proving me right. They are on Buffalo with 72% of the money being bet on them. That line is currently at six and a half. I like the Colts in this game. I think the Colts win this game and shock everyone and take Buffalo out. And here's how they do it. The only way that the Colts can win this game is a heavy dose of running the ball. Jonathan Taylor has to get the ball, has to be a big focal part of this offense on Saturday for them to win this game. If they do that, it's going to open up the passing game. They need to protect Phillip Rivers. I just think that they're going to come out and surprise in the fact that it's a playoff game with minimal to no fans whatsoever is even helping Indy a lot more. Give me the Colts with the shocker. I like them plus the six and a half, Rob. Uh, this is, you know, it, it's weird to think about it, but, you know, I it's it's the, how well the Bills are doing right now offensively. Their defense has been there for a few years. Um, now and and it's almost like you know you got to play keep away with Josh Allen because he's such a dual threat. He can run, he can throw, he's scoring. You know he's himself is scoring one to two touchdowns a game almost. I know I think last game he may not have scored, but he was on a run where he almost yeah he almost I don't out of sixteen weeks or however many games they played. It'd be interesting to know how many times he scored a touchdown himself because everything runs around him. And so I do agree that the Colts will have to play keep away. Um, which is crazy to say, but to play keep away from the Bills offense, right? You got to play keep away from them because uh, the longer the ball is out of Josh Allen's hand, uh, the, 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 the more that the bigger, the bigger opportunity they are going to have to sneak this one away, uh, sneak the, take this one away from the Colts. Case um, in point. I like, yeah, Buffalo I, I like. Scores quick. Buffalo can sc- have a drive where they score in a minute and a half, two minutes. So if you're in these offense, Keep that D on the field, man. I agree with you. Yeah, with, Steph, with the way Stephon Diggs is playing, um, I, I mean, the Bills, the Bills' offense right now really rivals the Chiefs' offense, right? Um, and they, they may not have as many deep threats uh, as as the Chiefs, but they can score at will. They can score in a minute and a half or however long they need to score. So it, it's going to be interesting. I think the Colts definitely have to go in with that mindset of playing keep away from the the Bills' offense. Um, with that being said, I. I, I I, I think I think the Bills cover this. I think they're going to win, and I think they're going to cover this. Um, their their offense is too good is too good, and and I think they're going to be able to, to put some points up on the on the Colts defense. Um, the the total kind of shocks me a little bit. Open at fifty one, down to 50, 51 and a half, Excuse me, down to fifty one. I thought this this total would have been a little bit higher than that. Um, seeing how much both offenses like to score, I maybe lean towards the under on it. Um, but I like the Bills. I think the Bills are going to come out. I think the NFL, you know, wants them to kind of. I think the Bills and, and Chiefs, uh, you know, AFC Championship game would be the best best on paper for the NFL. Um, so when you're looking at ratings and wanting that game to happen, I think that's the game that they're probably looking at. 
Moving on, Rob. We got two more games, about 10 more minutes here. Chicago visiting the New Orleans Saints. Chicago basically got a backdoor cover to get into the playoffs. They, they lost their game to Green Bay. <laughs> got some help right here and basically got in there. Obviously, when they made the switch to Mitchell Trubisky, things did change a bit. We saw the difference from Nick Foles to Mitchell Trubisky. Nick Foles was a one-trick pony. We know what he did in the playoffs. He was there at the right time when, when they needed him. You know, props to him. He won the Super Bowl, got the MVP. But he wasn't the guy. I still don't think Mitchell's the guy either. This line right now. It opened at, uh, let's see, opened at 10. 8. Opened at 8, up to 10.5, total 47.5. Ticked uh, down to 47. Um, I'm going to watch the game. Don't really have a, a, a side on this. Um, I, I think I think the Saints being at home should take it, but you know it's an indoor game. Um, but you know, I, I think the Saints at home should take it. I mean, I know usually the fans play a huge factor in the Saints in the Saints regular season games, but even more the playoff games. Um, but yeah, I think the Saints win this game. Ten and a half is a big number, especially once you add that hook on the ten, uh, which is already a football number. Then you add on the on the hook on that. Um, I like the Saints. I, I think that they're gonna. I think they're. Uh, I think they're gonna win by two touchdowns. Um, but don't really have a super strong play on on this game. No strong play for me either. I mean, I'm looking at the total. I know I sound like a broken record. I like the total. Almost I like the over. I never but seen you taken under in my life. That you know, instead of putting straight bets, sports on the hat, I'm gonna start putting take the over. Dude. But yeah, bro. I mean, forty-seven. Straight bet over. It, it, I know straight bet over, but it does interest me. The forty-seven. I same here. I have no, no, no interest on either side. But call me crazy. I would be surprised if the Chicago came out and surprised them in two because New Orleans hasn't looked that great. Let's. I mean, if I'm being honest, they look good, but they haven't looked great. Even when when they had they look shaky. Deal, exactly, they look beatable. Let's say that they look beatable. Yeah. And in these type of situations where it's winner take all, anyone is beatable. Now the Browns are going into Pittsburgh. COVID collected, meaning they got COVID from the front office to down on the field to everybody. Their head coach is out. The only thing that Stefanski can do is basically do a video call with them prior to the game. Once the team gets to the game and they're in the locker room, he can no longer communicate with them whatsoever without phone, electronic tech messages, nothing whatsoever until the game is over and they are done and out off the field. That's crazy. Your first time that you make the playoffs in, what, 18 years, I believe it is, give or take, your coach isn't going to be able to be there to coach you. You got one of the uh, assistants jumping in to do that. You've had wide receivers that have been gone through COVID like crazy. And then you have a Pittsburgh Teeler team, which to me is very, very, very beatable. Very beatable. 12 and 4. Don't let the record fool you. Doesn't scare me. I ah, this this is a tough I game. I want to say the Browns just because I don't like the Steelers. You know, I'm not a fan of the Steelers, but you can't let your you know fandom go against you here. I like the six. Okay, I I, I like the six. Give me the Browns. I think the Browns can cover this close game. And going back to, to the Colts, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. If they can run the ball consistently against Pittsburgh and alleviate some of the pressure off of Baker Mayfield and keep that Pittsburgh offense off the field as well, 
because we know what Chase Claypool can do, do to you, streaking you down the field and just murder you. He can beat these freaking corners. We know what Juju can do. And obviously James Conner, you know, legit still gives you what he can there. I like the six. I'm not going to say Cleveland wins the game. I say Pittsburgh still takes it. Give me the six. I'll take Cleveland. Everything you just said, I, I honestly wasn't aware about how that was going, even going down. I, I, yeah, I haven't been on Twitter that, that much um, lately. So, yeah, I, I, that's, that's crazy. I can't even believe that they're going to be without their coach. Um, that being said, obviously, the, the line moved up uh, to, to, from minus four. I think it was steady at minus four. Then with the news, probably broke to minus six. Uh, I like the Browns. I'll take the points. I think, you know, weather may play. We got to see what the weather is going to be at, too, right? We haven't even talked about that in, in any of the games. I mean, the Titans play outdoors. The Steelers play outdoors. Uh, Redskins, you know, Seahawks, Bills, they all play outdoors. So, especially at the Bills. Washington you know, football team. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, sorry. Why well, have the – up here they still have the Redskins on, on, the, on, the, on the website. But, yeah, the Washington football team. You know, we got to see where the weather's at, um, uh, especially especially in Pittsburgh and, and in Buffalo. But uh, I think it comes down to a field goal. This, this just screams a field goal game either way. I can see the Browns winning this game, uh, especially the way that the Steelers have played to end the season. Um, I just think that the Steelers are a little bit better coach team, even with or without the Browns coach, uh, just overall. Um, and I, 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 I like the Steelers to win by a field goal, so I'm with you on that. I like the, I like the points. There it is, man. We got about four minutes left. Good show. Ran down. Finished everything up. A lot of less games to talk about now, right, Rob? So we don't have to run through the gun here and basically go against the clock. But good yeah. stuff there, my man. I mean, good, 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 fun football action coming up this week. Um, big shout-out to Jimbo. If you guys do not know, Rob, Jimbo, and I started a competition. This will be four years now. Right, Rob? This will be the fourth year we do it. Yeah, this will be the fourth year. Um, Little handicap competition that we do. Basically, we both we all choose two games a week against the spread, legit spreads that are on there. We use William and Hill. We take a screenshot, send it to each other. Um, I won the first year. It was pretty close. wasn't by you know wasn't a, I didn't run away with it or anything like that. It was a good finish to the end. Um, last year, I think Rob ran away with it, and then this year it was literally down to the wire. If Rob wanted to, he could have basically picked against every single game that Jimbo did and would have beat him. But that wouldn't have been sportsmanlike, so he did it the right way and chose the games. And congrats to Jimbo. So not everybody has won. Uh, we put up 150 bucks, nothing too crazy. So basically, winner takes 300. Fun stuff there. We're continuing off already this season. Rob started it off with a bang with a with an L tonight. So that's a good way for me and Jimbo to start it off. You never want to start off with the loss column there. But one thing that I want to talk about real quick before we finish up. We're going to start something new for the listeners and everybody that's watching out there, okay? We're going to probably do this either February or March for March Madness. Rob and I are going to pick games. We're going to look at a game and we're going to agree on a game. And we're going to choose a game for that week. If you guys can beat us, the pot starts at 5 bucks. Nothing crazy, okay? We're going to call it $5 Wednesday to start. $5, beat, beat the bookie Wednesday, whatever you want to call it. Beat the host. Call it what you want to call it. We'll figure out a name for it and a sponsor for it later. But first week is $5. If somebody beats us, cool. You get 5 bucks. If you don't, it adds up. And we're going to move on week after week after week. And we're going to go into that. And we're going to do that until somebody beats us. But we're going to try to come up with a fun way of doing it. It's just our way of showing our appreciation. And thank you to each and every one of you that have continued to follow and support like and share and comment on everything that we do. 
2020-2021 moving forward. We greatly appreciate all the love and support that we've gotten. Now, before we close up, I want to let you guys know where you can find all of our content. I am on Twitter, as you see down there. Rob is on Twitter, as you see under there, under his name as well. Jose V, Straight Bet Sports on YouTube. You can find the content we upload afterwards. If not, the Gorilla Cross Radio YouTube page has all of our content and all of their great content as well. Download the Gorilla Cross app if you have not done already. So, GorillaCross.com to check out all of the content that they got going on. Trust me, 2021 is going to be a huge year. Gorilla Cross is going to be a huge station for you guys to follow. You want to tell your friends, you want to tell your family, you will not be disappointed. To end the show, I know a lot of you are probably wondering why I'm at home, why Rob is at home, why last week Rob and I didn't do the show. And before I get into why, big shout out to Brad, the believer of the rest stop for doing his thing last week and having former Minnesota Vikings head coach and player Mike Tice on our show. Greatly appreciate you, my man. We're going to get you guys back on as well to do our thing with you there. With that being said, I'm here because my mom tested positive for COVID-19 during the holiday season. So I got sent home from work for 14 days. I've been at home, chilling, hanging out. It's boring. It sucks, but it is what it is. I tested myself, my wife, my kid. We came back negative. We're all good. Thank God. For people that have reached out to me, I greatly appreciate you. Don't take this sickness lightly people it's real my mom got sick she wasn't doing good thank god she's doing better i have an uncle mi tío marcos um just talked to your daughter i didn't even know he got sick he was in the hospital for two and a half weeks with covid couldn't breathe couldn't be on his own he's finally home now thank god he's alive and healthy and doing well and he's back with his family so with that being said guys let's take 2021 and move forward. Be smart about everything you do. Don't be reckless. Don't be stupid. But at the same time, don't let this sickness run your life. Be smart about it and be educated about it. And people, if you feel that you got to go to the Capitol and do what you do and you want to support what you want to support, but yet say that you're great people and these are great people, then maybe it's time for you to get your priorities straight. But till then, I am Jose V for Rob G, for Quan back at the studio, Josh Lafon, Simply Vegas Real Estate, Gorilla Cross Radio, Straight Best Sports. We are out.